0: Coming up on 6.06 on your Friday morning, Daryl McIntyre here on This Morning. Morley will be back here in a, in a few moments as well. Affordability is a, a word that we've been using an awful lot, probably over the last couple of years at the very least. And sure, it's, there's been a lot of lead up even to that, but just with the inflationary pressures that we've seen in the last little while, grocery bill prices, energy prices, electricity prices here in Alberta, we're, we're, we're spending a lot on a lot of stuff now you try to even just trying to get shelter uh we we hear about it with university students how can they even find a place to rent in order to to go to university very very difficult some people with pets can't find a place because uh those who are renting get to be super picky and charge a ton of money try to buy a house sheesh good luck well you have a much better opportunity here in a place like edmonton or in some of the surrounding communities than you do in some of the some of the uh, the larger populated areas Areas, Toronto and Vancouver are just ridiculous to try and buy, buy a home. So how on earth does anybody do it? Well, there's a new survey out showing that more and more, it seems, people are banding together. I saw a meme, a computer meme the other day going, hey, let's forget about marriage, et Let, let's try to lo- normalize 10 friends or five friends buying a mansion and living with a bunch of dogs. That <laughs> the whole getting together in order to buy a house, pooling some money, it seems to be getting more popular. So there was a survey done for uh, Royal LePage, and I want to talk about that a little bit this morning. Karen yolevsky is with Royal LePage Real Estate Services joining us this morning. Morning. Chief Operating Officer, Karen, how you doing today?
1: I'm great. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: That sounds kind of cool though, huh? You get five friends, yeah, yeah. rent a mansion or buy a mansion and then you just get about like 10 dogs
1: doesn't sound so bad Uh, unfortunately our survey didn't show that it's mostly people buying with family but that sounds pretty great
0: well so uh, are we have we done this kind of a survey before so i'm trying to figure out whether there's a, a comparable a comparable here uh to look at previous sort of stats or is this something that's sort of new that we're starting to look at
1: so our survey is uh not comparing to a previous time period however We did a secondary survey internally of our Royal Page Realtors, 20,000 plus across Canada, and they told us that they have seen an increase. So over 20% of those realtors have seen an increase in co-ownership since the beginning of the pandemic. And of those, 8% said that it's more of a significant increase. So we know that on the ground, this trend is rising. and, And no surprise, as we kicked it off, Affordability having a major impact on why this trend is, is showing itself at this time.
0: Absolutely. Now, it may be considered to be a relatively small number. Your survey suggested that 6% of homeowners are, are, are co owning or uh, co buying. That's right, 6%, so
1: not a majority, certainly, but interesting to see these numbers uh, crop up and very interesting to see the why. So often when people talk about co-ownership, they think about multi-generational homes, people that are living together for the help of child care or the help of elder care, and that's still happening. That was the number three answer on our survey. However, the number one answer overwhelmingly on our survey was that this was being done for affordability reasons. People simply could not buy the home that they did had they not had a co-owner to help them.
0: Does it boil down to whether it's going to the bank of mom and dad and getting them to help invest in your home, or is it siblings doing this, cousins, extended family? I'm not sure how how detailed you ended up getting, or just family was the, uh, was the, the main deno- common denominator.
1: So there's it's, it's all of the above. So what we are seeing is that many parents and children are buying homes together. Now there's a bit of a split there. A lot of those parents and children are living together. So that could be based on a number of factors, the multi-generational home aspect that we touched on. It could also be the fact that supply in certain areas, particularly in big urban centers like Toronto and Vancouver is so limited. So people are finding an, I, one ideal home and living together. And it can also be for childcare help and, and things like that. Now, the flip side of that is that the second most popular category did not have that family living with the other co-owner. That indicates that it's more of a financial decision and help versus an actual living arrangement. Mom and dad are on the mortgage simply to help the child qualify and maybe cover some of those payments.
0: Yeah. And and family I suppose you can you're, you're supposed to be able to have, and I know that there are, there are examples otherwise, supposed to be able to have some trust. So I would think it's a it's a lower number to to go into a co ownership with, say, friends. I don't imagine too many that's, people are going into co ownership with with a stranger. Or maybe that's an investment if you have rent have a deal well enough I guess you're okay but uh, but there would be some who are doing this with friends.
1: There are and that's came up on our survey as well not nearly as many as family but certainly people are and and there's some interesting use cases around that take the cottage or cabin the the recreational property Mm. that's typically not a property that you're going to use 365 days a year so we've seen people be creative partner with friends split up the weeks or months for usage make it an Airbnb get a little bit of revenue coming out of that and as long as it's well drafted, as as you noted, it can work really well. You can have the benefit of a cottage or recreational property without carrying the entire burden of that mortgage.
0: Now, maybe it's different in in your world, but I th- well, now, now I'm not saying that uh, in a disparaging way because you know in real estate you want to be able to continue to have a healthy market, sales, resales, etc. So you guys get to continue mm-hmm. to to do business. I think the idea is that we want the prices to come down and become more affordable. Does does this kind of uh, kind of kind of movement indicate Well, no, uh, people are just finding different ways to be in the market. So therefore, you won't see a price reduction. It's just that people will stay in this market as it is in a different way.
1: What we're seeing here is the realization of a long-standing Canadian dream. Despite the challenges in the market currently, Canadians still want to buy homes. And, and we're seeing it through this survey that people are finding a way. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't be looking for solutions that will help lower prices. And that solution comes from increasing supply, especially in areas where there's going to continue to be heightened demand. So if we look again at bigger markets, Toronto, Vancouver montreal calgary where we're seeing an influx of people both people uh, migrating from province to province and also people coming from other countries we need to ensure that we have the supply in order to satisfy that demand if the demand stays high we will continue to see higher prices it is completely a supply and demand uh, effect that we're seeing here
0: I know this is a little off uh, from the survey but I'm just curious and I'm sure you're on top of all this kind of stuff. How much of, a, of an impact have, have the higher interest rates had on the real estate market? It seems from just my point of view uh, that it's hasn't really changed an awful lot.
1: Well, there's two consequences from the interest rates that don't always get spoken about. So one is that we are seeing sellers and in, in buyers as well but sellers taking their foot off the gas in some instances. We haven't seen a tremendous increase in listings because of higher interest rates. People that are sitting with a low interest rate, many of those Even if they're looking to to move up or or scale down their home, they're not. They're just waiting because they have a great rate and they are not looking to take on a higher rate at this time. So that's Mm -hmm. putting a little more pressure on the supply that we have available for those that are looking to get into the market or need to make a move in the market. The second impact that we're seeing is that rental rates continue to accelerate at a record pace and That's a number of factors. One, there are less people that are able to qualify for a mortgage, so they're being forced to rent. There are others that are saying, let me wait and see if interest rates go down. I'll sit on the sidelines for another year, and they're in the rental pool. And then there's investors themselves that are trying to make the ends meet because their costs have risen dramatically, and they need to recoup that. That money in order to keep that rental property. So interest rates have certainly had an impact on the market across the spectrum not just when it comes to buying and selling homes but also renting homes.
0: See I knew if I asked the chief operating officer of Royal LePage she'd have an answer. <laughs> uh, that's fascinating you're right because I hadn't I hadn't thought of the cause and an effect certainly familiar with the fact that rentals uh, numbers are, are you know prices are, are way up but actually the cause of that that's interesting as one factor uh, I suppose at the very least. Is there, is there a best place to buy? I, I know you can go to smaller communities, and it's all about comparing apples to apples, oranges to oranges. But of, of the major cities, I still have to think, uh, well, Saskatchewan perhaps, Manitoba and Alberta are more affordable compared to uh, some of the more populated uh, provinces. But is there is there a particular place where you, could, you can get the best deal in the country, uh, best bang for your buck?
1: it's it's so fact specific because so much of it depends on people's lifestyle and where they, they work are, and what they want so for many the the wants are coming secondary right the needs if they've been called back to the office as an example does that hinder how far they can drive in order to qualify for a mortgage right that's a very common phenomenon that people will continue to move to the outskirts of an urban center to qualify for a mortgage but it puts additional stressors on how far away they are from the office for the past two almost three years for some That hasn't mattered as much, but it's starting to change. We've seen a number of corporations call people back, at least in a hybrid fashion. So there's a number of factors there. Our advice is always to work with an expert, uh, look at who can help you in the markets that you've narrowed it down to, or can help you narrow it down, understand your needs and your family's needs, and help you find something that suits your budget. Royal Page Real Estate experts can help you with this, and many financial experts, mortgage brokers, and financial institutions can help on the on the money side of things.
0: Karen, thanks so much for, uh, for all of this and uh, for our conversation this morning. Hope you have a great long weekend. Thanks, you as well. Okay, bye-bye. Karen Yulefsky is the Chief Operating Officer of Royal Page Real Estate Services here in Canada. Man, it would be so daunting. You know, some of us of a slightly older vintage go back, yeah, I paid X amount for my first house. Actually, what did I pay? It was $113,500, and it was a four-level split in St. Albert. Yeah, I think that might be going for a little bit more these days. Would I want to jump in and buy a $550,000 starter home, or at least what I would consider to be that now? Finding partners. A lot of people doing it these days. Rolling up on 617. Time to take a quick break. Hey, are you getting involved in this? I'd love to see if if you or members of your family are trying this this co-ownership idea or considering it at the very least. 780-496-0063 if you want to send me a text and have a chat about it.